Anything spooky happen to you lately? Any spooky spooks? Any spooky spooks? To me personally, mm-hmm. no, not anything personally. Um, the other night I did hear like a weird noise, but I just thought it was like a murder or something because I've been watching forensic files as I fall asleep. Uh-huh. So I'm just extra paranoid right now, and I live by myself with my little pup, and she like will not protect me. She just sleeps through everything, and she only cares about her toys. So. Right. That was the only thing, but it wasn't like super scary. It wasn't like I was like walking around with a knife or anything, like going into every <laughs> closet wow. and like weird thing. I've, I've definitely done that before. <laughs> All right. I, uh, How about you? I thought I was going to die the other night. What? Yeah, man. What happened? So I have a, I had a gummy. Oh, know? oh no. I had one of those gummies and uh, everything's going good. Having a good time, having a good night, playing video games, I'm online with my friends, you know. And I'm just, uh, I was just laughing, man, just laughing the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> but then I couldn't stop laughing. And oh my god, I'm gonna die from laughing. <laughs> I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I couldn't like control my thoughts about laughing. But I knew I was laughing, and I didn't want to be laughing anymore. <laughs> And it was to the point where, like, my friends who I was playing games with, they weren't saying anything funny. It was just any word that they said was hilarious. And I'm begging them. I'm telling them, like, please stop. I'm trying to talk because I'm laughing so hard I can't talk. And I'm like, please stop talking because every word you say is funny. And I finally calmed down. And it was like. Within two minutes, maybe five of just calming down from all that, I got fucking scared and super paranoid. Oh, no. You're like, I wish I was laughing now. (laughs) Yeah. But like I was sitting and I think it's because we switched games. Like I was playing a racing game. We're playing Call of Duty. So I was just like always going, going, going. And then Mm -hmm. we switched over to Friday 13th, which is scary. Oh, and yeah, that is scary. Also, like, after you die on that game, you're just sitting there. So it was like. And, and then you're watching everyone else die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, God. I'm a ghost. And uh, I was like, I need to get to bed. And the thing is, now, like, some people know, some people don't. But I'm a hardcore gamer. I play every night. Uh, I play with the same people almost every night. And I am always. The last one to sign off at night. Because mm-hmm. I just, I'm a night owl. I'm up to like four or five in the morning. You're the OG. <clears throat> and I just tell everybody, I'm like, I got to go to bed. And I got offline at 11 o'clock <laughs> on a Friday night. And everyone's like, what's going on? Is Tony okay? I just, the last thing I heard was like, Tony's tripping balls. <laughs> I was like, I just shut everything down. I wasn't tired, but I needed to go to bed. And my wife was in there and I told her, I'm like, I took a gummy. I'm going to bed. And I laid she in was bed. Like, okay. And I was just like, I was fucking scared and I was paranoid and I felt like I couldn't move. It was bad. 
Were you even scared? Like after you like went into bed with your wife and she was there? Yeah. Like, like I just didn't, just didn't feel, matter I just felt you? uneasy. Nothing was right. I just didn't like it. And all I wanted to do was just go to sleep. So it would go away. Now I took was this it, at like 10 o'clock at night. Whenever this, I, I took this and then it happened and everything. Oh my God. That was quick. You went from like laughing your ass off to being like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Yeah. It was instantly <laughs> like almost right away. Oh my God. Um, Was this like a different thing that you haven't used before? Yes. Okay. I uh, had had some before and it was, they were like kind of work. And I was like, eh, I doubled the dosage this time. Oh, uh, big Oof. mistake. I woke up the next day. Still fucked up. What? Yeah. 11 o'clock the next day in the morning, I was still woozy. Like I was, the world was like moving without me making a move, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was walking on the hallway to go to the bathroom and it was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it wasn't until like one o'clock in the afternoon when everything finally wore off. One o'clock the next day. It lasted for like 13 hours. Wow. My wife, she's like, why were you like, what was going on? Like, why'd you like just come in? But like, I'm, I took a gum, I'm going to bed. And I was like, <laughs> and I remember and that's a weird thing. She was like, I remember everything vividly, which I guess is kind of good, which is different from being drunk. Yeah. Like if you're feeling that way when you're drunk, yeah. like you would be like, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I'm like, I told you that because if anything happened to me, I wanted you to know what caused it. <laughs> I was like, if I die, you know that it was these gummies and you could take it to like the FDA or whatever and say, this is the thing that killed a you know, nobody's ever died from it, but like, uh, but yeah, it was messed up, man. I don't want to ever experience that again. I'm going back to drinking. Was it like when you took the gummy and you were like in the laughing stage, was mm. it like when someone is tickling you yes. and like, you just can't stop like, and you're just like, please, please stop. And you have like no power over it. And yes. you're just like, this is like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. It was like someone was tickling your brain. Yeah. <laughs> It was horrible. I don't want to ever go through that again. I'm going back to drinking. I mean, it was nice because like, the other thing that's really weird too is it completely reset my sleep schedule. So since then, I've been going to bed at like 11 or midnight and waking up at like 7, 8 in the morning. Wow. And not only, I mean, it's, I guess that's good because that's, you know, what a normal person should be sleeping and everything. But like, that's not what it's been like that for me for years. But it, and plus it's like, I'm sleeping from like midnight to seven, midnight to eight. I'm waking up on my own and I'm waking up awake. Oh my gosh. And like, I like reset your brain. I like wake up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to work. And I wake up and I get in front of the computer and I get like all my work done. And I'm just like a machine. What? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I want to do that. I don't know what's happened to my body, but like. It was a really trippy, bad night, but then all of a sudden, like I'm a workhorse <laughs> getting it done. You just cracked like the magic code. And I never to- even got like back on the PlayStation in a week, which is like the Holy longest week? I've ever gone pretty much like willingly. Wow. Like I've been like, I've spent that much time off before, but that's just like I was on vacation or, you know, just something else. You know, but like when I'm just sitting around at home and I have the chance to play and I'm like, no, I'm going to do this stuff instead. Maybe you did die and now this is like a different 
Tony, like mm. here. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, wait a second. Am I me? My other <laughs> body's I? on the astral plane. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You're on the island or whatever that weird Scarlett Johansson movie was. This is, that was Tony's bad trip. Tony's bad trip, but Ooh. turned out into a good trip. I guess. Because now you're doing some crazy shit. Taking on the world, man. <laughs> you ever had like a bad trip or anything? Um, bad one night of, the of drinking? Times, oh my God, I've had plenty of bad nights of drinking <laughs> for sure. Where do I start on that one? Um, the thing is with drinking too, like. It's like, 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 it's, that's why I said, like, I'm going to go back to that because I feel more in control because mm. with like these gummies and everything, every time I've had one, it's like one of two things going to happen. I'm going to feel absolutely nothing or I'm going to feel like I'm on a, the worst. I'm in final destination. <laughs> Daddy, I just got the victory royale. High five. Hear that everybody out there in Fortnite world. If you just lost. It's probably to my six-year-old. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm sick. You just lost to a six-year-old bitch. <laughs> but yeah, like with drinking, you know, like I'm in control. I'm like, all right, I know if I have this drink, I'm going to feel this way. If I have this many drinks, I'm going to feel that way. Okay, that makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely get like the paranoia stuff with... um. Like smoking sometimes. the Like one of the very first times, like in college, I dated a guy who's like a huge pothead. And we went to this party and it was like one of the first times that I smoked and drank. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's I really bad. Yes. And especially with like one of the like first times you've ever done it. Mm-hmm. And I convinced the whole party that cops were outside. <laughs> and like they were like hiding in closets and like all these things. And like I was just like, I'm going to get kicked out of school. My grandma's going to kick my ass. Like I'm never going to get a job. It was like, it was so crazy. And then uh, another time we were smoking, like, Oh my God. And I don't even know why I smoked like this night, but like everyone else is doing, we smoked in a hotel and apparently they have these things called like these people that go around and literally like sniff the doors. Mm-hmm. So like they knew it was us and um, we got kicked out and I was like crying in the hallway. I never admitted to doing it. I was just crying. <laughs> Jesus. They were like, yeah, the cops were there and they're like, were you guys smoking? Are you guys just crying? And I was like, afterward, I was like, yo, like, I feel like, I felt like a badass. Like, oh, I just like didn't rat on like this big, huge thing that we did. But like, we, well, thank God we didn't get in trouble. But they were just like, yeah, you guys got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. So crazy. I'm not doing that ever again. I'm going back to just rum and cokes. That's it. You're never gonna do a gummy ever again. I don't think so, man. I've had. Plus, I've, next time you do it, huh? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say. Plus, next time you do it, then your sleeping schedule is probably gonna be all fucked up. I know. That'll be really weird. Who knows what's gonna happen? Exactly. I don't want to know. I want to find out. Different Tony's gonna come out. We we might not like that Tony. Yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I could it's be. Like I could be a like creep of the week. Oh my God, you could be Creep of the Week. I might be Creep of the Week. You never know. Wow. What if you were reporting on Creep of the Week and you're like, wait a second. Wait a that was me. That's me. It was like, like Stan, Stan Eminem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on second thought, that was you. Oh, that's so funny. Like, we just went there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. But the problem is, I have all these gummies now. <laughs> this whole bag, and I'm like, I don't want these no more. Sell them to our friends. They're always looking for stuff. Uh, you know, the creep of the week, though. I got two of them. They will be dead soon enough. Are you scared? Two creeps two creeps of the week. Uh, this one comes from mandatory.com. They, uh, there's some news out there now. A lot of people out there, you know, it happens to almost 50% of married couples. They get a divorce. Mm-hmm. A man has ex- asked the judge in their, you know, handling their divorce. If um, you can have a trial by combat. What? That's right. He wants to fight his wife to get a divorce. Uh, a Kansas man, David Ostrom, like many an ex-husband before him, stood no chance against his former wife and her divorce attorney. Um, legally, he didn't have much of a leg to stand on, so he hopes to chop off those of his ex-wife and or her attorney via trial by combat. And apparently it's still legal. Nobody, I mean, nobody ever gets granted it, but it's still like an option for some reason. Wait, that was like a law in Kansas that you could be like, yo, I'm going to fight you. We're going to determine this. Trial by combat. Did he say that he actually wants to chop off their legs or is that just like a funny thing? No, it's just a funny thing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, 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 David asked the Iowa District Court in Shelby County to grant him 12 weeks of lead time to find or forge a couple of katana swords, which is what Leonardo uses in the Ninja Turtles. Um, one of which he would gracefully impart upon his former flame. He said that his ex-lawyer could volunteer as tribute to battle him instead. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to fight to the death. Yes. So instead, he said instead of fighting his his ex wife, her lawyer can volunteer to fight for her, be her champion. Wow. Yeah. No fucking wonder why she wants a divorce from this man. Like, I mean, if that like he literally made the case for her, she'd be like, "Look at this motherfucker, like wanting to forge his own katana swords to fight me. Please grant me this divorce and a restraining order." Uh, the judge said until the proper procedural steps to initiate a court proceeding are followed, this court will take no further action concerning any motion, objection, or position filed by either party at this time. Uh, I just the, can't even believe that is a, a law still. The man did not want to file any more petitions. All he wants to do, in his own words, is to confront the pair on the battlefield where he will render their souls from their corporal bodies. Oh my God. Is this is there a needs, picture of this guy? What does he look like? This guy needs a gummy. He needs, yeah, he needs that whole bag <laughs> of gummies at one time. He needs to get some like serious soul searching. Needs a gummy. Weirdness going on. Laugh a little bit, get super scared and go crawl in your bed. Yeah. And dream about being a katana swordsman instead of actually being one. That is incredible. I, I just, how do you go from like, okay, like, yeah, we're getting a divorce. I'm sad. Or maybe I'm happy or whatever mm. it might be to like, you know what? I think like, yeah, I think I want to battle them to the death. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
like, how do you make that jump? Mm-hmm. Jesus, I hope she's. I hope we're not in a creep of the week situation where, like, in a few months, like he actually just does it and like goes and like murders her with these swords, like while mm-hmm. they're going through these proceedings. I don't think he will. I think he sounds more like a guy that wants to do it by the book. He's like, you know what? I want to do this, but like, if yeah. if the law ain't going granted to me, the law ain't going granted to me. Yeah, that's right. He follows the rules. I'll, I'll go chop down some corn on the cob. <laughs> They got a lot of corn in Iowa, right? Uh, moving on to the next creep is the one that you sent over to me. Oh my God, this is really creepy. A nine-year-old boy has been charged with attempted murder after stabbing his five-year-old sister while yelling, die, die. Um, oh, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies. And of course, it happened in Florida. Of course it was Florida. They start yelling. Of course, Florida. <laughs> we should make like a little theme song for Florida. Oh, yeah. Florida news. Of course, Florida. Florida. Florida mother stepped outside her home to pick up the mail, as everybody does on a Monday afternoon. Strolled back into the house and came upon her nine-year-old son repeatedly stabbing his five-year-old sister, saying, die, die. Uh, what well, what was he stabbing her with? Uh, just a knife. Just a knife. That is so scary. The victim was flown to the hospital with multiple stab rooms, reportedly conscious and talking when she arrived, and was later listed in stable condition. So I guess she's okay. Wow. That's crazy. So now he's like, "What do you do with a nine-year-old that stabs somebody?" I don't know. Like. They're not adult. Thing, the boy told the police that he wanted to kill his sister and that the thought had entered his head two days earlier. Wow. So this wasn't even just like she threw a toy at him or like knocked a video game controller of his hand and he grabbed something like this was like he's wanted to do this for a couple of days. Oh, my God. Did they have like all these like skeletons of animals in their backyard and shit? Oh, my God. Right. Let me definitely should check. That is so scary. Like, I just, I don't even know what you do for someone like that. Like, it, there's no, re- is there any rehabilitation that you could even do for a nine-year-old that could stab their own sister and, like, have that as a premeditated thought? I mean, I don't know. The first thing I think about is that guy in Canada that, like, went insane on a Greyhound bus. And now he's just... Walking around as an everyday citizen again. What? Yeah. What you heard this? about the Greyhound bus guy, right? I forgot his name. He since changed know. his name, but like this shit, there was a podcast I listened to that documented the whole thing and even had like 911 calls and had like recordings of the police on the scene. Oh, wow. That's but crazy. this guy was just sitting on the Greyhound bus and just like attacked the guy sitting next to him. To like, and I don't mean like he just started beating him up. I mean like he started like ripping his throat out and biting him. What? And biting him? He was eating parts of his body. Like they found, I've don't know if these are straight. Like these could be mixed around a little bit, but like they like he ate his eyes and like parts of his nose and shit were found in his pockets and like just in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, obviously, oh they pulled God. the bus over and ran off. And this dude was inside the bus just, like, mutilating this body with his bare hands. 
like police were coming to the door and he threw the head at the door and shit like that. Like it's nuts. How was he able to rip the guy's head off? I don't know. But like he went into like psychiatric evaluation and he was, you know, locked up in there for a couple of years. And then he was released on like supervised release or whatever. And then eventually they were like, you know what? He doesn't even need to be supervised anymore. He's rehabilitated. You're good to go. And now he's just out. Don't know where he's at. Don't know what he's doing. He's just back to being out there. Yo, that's crazy. But now, but we have some people in fucking prison for life because they had two ounces of marijuana. Well, this is how it happened in Canada. Oh, Canada. You can't even go to Canada with a DUI, but they're going to fucking let somebody (laughs) walk around (laughs) who just beheaded someone and ate their nose and chomped on their eyes and their throat and like went zombie mode. That is insane. That is absolutely insane. Holy shit. I, how did I not know this? This happened Maybe in I knew 2008. It. Right here. This headline right here from the New York Post. Man who beheaded a bus passenger granted total freedom. Wow. So he's been out on the streets for 12 years. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, no, no, no. He was, this, he was released in 2018. Oh, 17. wow. So just recently. And it all happened in 2008. Oh my God. That is so crazy. I can't like, so did he know the guy? No, it was just some random. Per- Imagine us being on a Greyhound bus and you just get your throat ripped out. He was uh, a human. He, uh, drivers and passengers fled the bus watching horror as he decapitated the 22 year old man and mutilated and cannibalized his body. Oh my God. How old was this guy? Uh, the guy that attacked him. Yeah. I don't know. I think he was just like in his 20s. Was he just like a super crazy strong man? Like, was this Wolverine? Like, I don't understand how he was able to do this with just his hands. I don't know. How do you rip someone's head off their body? Oh, I he was 40. I don't understand. He was 40 and years like old. A 22 year old is like in good shape. Like, I don't know. This is so crazy. Um, He said that he carried out this attack because God's voice told him that the man on the bus next to him was a force of evil and should be executed. This guy is walking the streets thinking that he is directed by God. That is wild. Um, the doctors or whatever say that he's been a model citizen since he lives every day with remorse about what he did. And he knows that and he knows it was atrocious and he will never forgive himself. Maybe he took too many gummies. They say society Society has nothing to worry about, really, because as the review board noted, when they gave him absolute discharge, he was at low risk of offending. How do you, okay, how do you determine someone's at low risk after they do something like that? I mean, what if they met him before he did that? Like, what would they have said then? Yeah. And like, if you're in jail or like psyche, Patrick Ward or something like for something you did, you don't think that you're sitting there being on your best behavior, being like, yo, yeah, like, okay, I need to get the fuck out of here. So I'm going to do whatever the hell I need to do to get out. All right. So here's like a timeline of the incident. And for anybody who wants to look this up, the guy's name was Vince Lee L I. I mean, you just go like, that's I just Google cool search. I just Google search Greyhound cannibal Canada. And that's what came up. <laughs> found it. Um, <laughs> So the timeline of what happened is at 830, police received a report of a stabbing on a Greyhound bus west of the city. They arrived to find the suspect still on board the bus being prevented from escaping by another passenger, the bus driver and a truck driver 
who had provided a crowbar and a hammer as weapons. The other passengers were huddled on the roadside, some crying, some vomiting. Um, as the suspect had earlier attempted to escape by driving the bus away, the driver had engaged the immobilizer system, so the whole vehicle was inoperable. A witness had observed the suspect stabbing and cutting up the body and carrying around the severed head. Wow. Police were in a standoff with the suspect and had summoned special negotiators with, you know, armed tactical units. Um, the suspect would pace the length of the bus and would defile the corpse by eating parts of the body. I just have no words. So he did have a knife with him. Yeah, I guess so. He kept telling the police that he has to stay on the bus forever. You're like, okay, well, we're going to wheel this into the prison. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can stay on the bus, but uh, (laughs) it's not staying out here. Uh, They say the victim's eyes and part of his heart were never recovered as they had been eaten by Binsley. Oh, my God. So there's your creeps of the week. We got three of them, an old one and a couple new ones. Oh, Lord. But according to this guy, he's all rehabilitated and back out there. So if it's work for this crazy guy, it can work for anybody. You know what? I mean, okay. So, you know, if someone has a criminal record, like say it's like something like super minor, they're always like really worried. Like I'm never going to be able to pass a background check to be able to get like a new job. Like Mm -hmm. how am I going to be able to do this? With this guy changing his name, like unless someone recognized him. Yeah. But, or I guess it'd be linked to his social security still, right? Or like, how would that work? I have no idea. Because like, he could literally be like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher now. And he could be like teaching your kids. Or he could just be at the grocery store and be like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this old lady. <laughs> <laughs> God told me to. Yeah. It like it, but it also has like a lot to say about like mental health and stuff. Anytime I hear about these stories, it just like makes me really sad that there weren't resources for these people that were obviously having either hallucinations or paranoia going on and stuff like before that. It right. could like escalate to like such a crazy, crazy, not meaning that like in a derogatory way, but like just to such a crazy level. Yeah, it's Ugh. it was insane. Uh. We can move on to some UFO news. UFOs, yes, always. Pilots capture a clearly visible UFO flying at a high altitude in uh, Colombia. In Colombia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they decided to record it. I'll post the link on our Facebook, Facebook.com's so security guest. Um, this is from TikTok. <laughs> it's a TikTok. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Unlike no any known aircraft, these objects have been sighted overcoming the Earth's gravity with no visible means of propulsion. They also lack any flight surfaces such as wings. Wow! If any aircraft travels faster than the speed, holy shit! What the fuck? I'm watching the video right now. It looks like a drone. Is it like legit or something? It says, if any aircraft travels faster than the speed of sound, it typically leaves signatures like vapor trails and sonic booms. But this uh, this type of UFO accounts lack of such evidence. And is traveling faster than the speed of sound? Uh, yeah, it's like zooming by. 
Wow. Wasn't there something like all these lights and stuff just here in Phoenix the other day, like a few know. weeks ago? I thought I saw something on Twitter, but then I didn't have time. I just like saw it really quick. I didn't mm-hmm. have time to like dive into it. Like all these people were saying that they saw something. I feel like there's lights in Phoenix all the time. I know they're, they come here and they're like, no. Yeah. Like, Let's get out of here. <laughs> like this not happening. Um, yeah, I'll post that up on our Facebook, facebook.com slash scaredy cast. Okay. I'm actually going to I wonder, it. oh, sorry. Just sorry. Really quick. Right. I wonder what makes like, you know how there's got to be like so many things that we don't know mm-hmm. that like, especially that like our pilots see and that like, you know, all these different things and like the government, like, I wonder what makes it be like, okay, like, yeah, we're going to release this to the public and like, let people like see this video Versus like all the stuff that they must have hidden and that they don't share with us. Right. I don't know, man. I don't think I want to know. Yeah, I know. Actually, that's true. Ignorance is bliss. Uh, Got some cryptid news. This is another thing I'll throw up on our Facebook as fishermen catch a mystery sea creature with three legs. Like actual legs? Like Mm. what do you mean legs? In the ocean? In the ocean. It's a slimy creature with what seems to be like octopus-like tentacles, but it's not an octopus. There's only three of them? Yeah, just three tentacles. Uh, it's no longer than the width of like two wood planks. It's not huge, but it's definitely like none I've ever seen before. Ugh. What like what does it look like? Like does it have eyes? Like it doesn't even look like it has yeah. eyes. So something from the deep sea, your something. favorite place. Yeah, something that we've never seen before. It's coming up here to end us all. I think one of the creepiest things ever that doesn't even seem like it's real are those anglerfish. They have the things that oh, the light, light up at the end. Yes. Yeah. Those are so creepy. They don't, they seriously don't even look real. It looks like someone just like imagined it up and drew it, but that's swimming around in our ocean. But you should go swim in the ocean though. Cause it's fun. I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. The ocean is so fun. I don't, I hate that you don't think that you would ever go. Mm-hmm. What if you could go to somewhere like in the Caribbean where it's like clear water like absolutely no. clear and it doesn't go th- and it doesn't go that deep so you can just see like and you just hang out in like the beautiful water and like s- salt and the sand I'm good really? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like my dream no, I'm good Ugh. I'll wave Most at you from the beach and say hi hey I'm at the bar watch out for death <laughs> <laughs> death from happiness maybe find me at the tiki bar the tiki bar. Uh, moving on, I got some ghost news, but this isn't really news. This is a story. Oh. Of a family in Poland back in 2017, they had a poltergeist situation happening in their house. Uh, they eventually had to flee their home. Just left it. Uh, they say that the troublesome activity started late in the evening on the 23rd of November when old batteries 
came off the shelf as if somehow they had grown a life of their own. That's creepy. Um, they're, they're called the, the Pokropsky family. Pokropsky. Uh, there's just one family of four who lived in an old rundown home. Uh, it's a family of six. Uh, mom and dad and four kids. Uh, they'd been living there for about 15 years. Uh, soon after the answer, the battery started, things started getting really weird. Household objects suddenly started flying around the apartment as if they had a life of their own. Uh, the mom was quoted in the local press as saying, I think it's a curse in our apartment. Batteries, blocks, knives, forks, padlocks fly spontaneously in the air. Wow. When asked by a local reporter what they thought would be causing it, um, they thought a sofa they had recently purchased from a neighbor was in some way cursed. The police said that? No, no, the family. They asked, "What oh. did? What do they think?" Because <laughs> the police, yeah, the police, are like, "Oh yeah, that sofa is definitely cursed." They're like, "Yes, yeah, so you bought the cursed we sofa." I tell you this, we didn't know how to break the news. <laughs> uh, but they say it all started when they got the couch. I wonder if the couch is like magnetic or something crazy, because like all the stuff know. that they're talking about is metal or how like that would be. But like, I don't know how that would happen. That is so creepy. So did it ever escalate beyond that? Like stuff just like flying off and flying around? Uh, just stuff flying around. Uh, when word of the events spread to the rest of the village, the vocal locals voiced their own opinion as to the cause of the disturbance. One theory that uh, was that the of a Russian soldier who during the Second World War had really murdered a young girl in the property and the poor girl had somehow come back to the place. And was haunting it. Mm. Uh, there's also another connection to another little girl who had died there. Uh, everybody has their own thoughts and stories. But eventually the family decided they needed some help to rid themselves of what was going on. So they reached out to a local priest who arrived home and they uh, did what they could. But as is the norm in such cases... Uh, it only fueled the rage of the suspected poltergeist. Mm. It seemed instead of helping things, it seemed to make everything worse. Now you got an angry ghost. Yeah. Objects still uh, animating and flying around the house. The family uh, decided they needed to get out of there. So it's not like, oh, they just like rolled off the counter or like, oh, like a fort just kind of like fell down or whatever. It's like these things were being like thrown across the room. Mm hmm. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Even though I say that, but like I still owe $200,000 on my house. So <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe I'll just rent it out. Yeah. <laughs> deal with this. What do they even do? They're like, hey, uh, yeah, so uh, I think this place is haunted. Can you like take care of that? I'd be like, no, sorry, that's not in your rental agreement. You guys got to figure it out. <laughs> and another you know, incident. Oh, and another incident. The family found on top of a closed toilet seat, two knives positioned in the form of a cross. In their, in their bathroom? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's like some demon shit. That's yeah. not just like a ghost. That's like something on a whole nother level. Yeah. 
don't they say like I thought is there a difference between like a poltergeist and like a demon haunting or demon whatever? I thought poltergeist was demons or is it ghosts? I think poltergeist are ghosts. Okay. Yeah. So what would you call like a demonic like if there was like a demon around? I don't know. Maybe we should watch that movie Demon House again. <laughs> no, <laughs> never again. I can't believe you guys made me waste money on that. That was horrible. That was such a bad, I was like sitting there like, what is this? Well, that does it for uh security cast this week, everybody. Dang. All right. Well, yeah, this was some pretty creepy stuff. Yeah. This week. It was spooky. I hope you guys got your spooky fill this week. Cause we brought it. Give me the spooky. You got it. Want. You want the spooky? We got the spooky. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Don't forget. Yes, make sure to follow us. Follow us. Where can they find us? Um, at ScaredyCast on Instagram. At the ScaredyCast on Twitter. At ScaredyCast on Facebook. And then at Random Villain. For Mr. Tony over there, mm-hmm. your spooky in chief, <laughs> <laughs> security cast in chief, and then at Kelsey Lee underscore D for me, um, and then Patreon. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash security cast. And if you guys want to just hang out with me, I'm usually streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Tony's kind of weird. Tony's kind of weird, y'all. But um, it's real fun. And that's it. Dang, all right. Well, great episode this week. And how exciting. Thanks, Mandatory.com, for hosting us. Yeah, for sure. Super exciting. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yay, bye. <laughs>